Hey G, how you doing? Hey Grant, I am good and it is great to be here on this fabulous Tuesday afternoon. Oh, I just thought I'd run the gauntlet then and put the uh, the old music on you and see what it sounds like. You did put the old music on and I quite sounds like it actually. I'm already jiving in my seat so that's a really good thing I uh, guess That's really good Tuesday. and I think our next guest... Um, who I will allow you to introduce, but I think he deserves the, the sirens and, yeah, he does. and look out. Yeah. And I think, yeah. Well, he's actually, getting a giggle on that. Um, so do you recognise that music, Sam? No, I don't. I recognise the, I, I recognise the sirens, though. Yeah. <laughs> so, guys, we're really excited. It's a Tuesday afternoon. It's not the time we normally podcast, but I tell you what, we have got an incredible guest with us today. It is the one and only Samuel Johnson from the Love Your Sister Foundation. He is an absolute gold, um, and of course, speaking of gold, it's also one of gold Logie Grant as well. And the coveted Dancing with the Stars trophy. There's the round of applause. There's the round of applause. That is fantastic. It (laughs) is Samuel Johnson. Sammy, welcome to get the know-how. What up, Jase? Well, I'll tell you what, thank you so much. Took us a while to get here this morning, but we are here. No, I'm so glad to be with oh. you. It's good to have some time with you because I don't get enough of it, and I'm thankful for the opportunity. And thanks for play, um, thanks for being flexible with my schedule. Oh, Sammy, it's not a problem at all. We're just thrilled that you can come on board, and we're really excited. Of course, um, we'll talk about all the things that you've done. But what I'm really excited about is got you've got a new book that is out and about. So we're going to talk about that as well. It's called Dear Mum. But Sammy, tell us all about you. I mean, you're on the um, you're doing the trailer tour. Uh, before COVID hit, and then everything stopped, didn't it? Tell us all about that. Oh, yeah. I mean, you like everyone else, my life changed, and, um, you know, I'm, I'm everybody, in the, everybody in the world, um, <laughs> yep. kind of everyone's life changed. Um, you know, it was almost – I can't remember anything so life-changing since S11. Um, it's kind of like it's, you know, there are certain, certain times when the whole world just flips a switch, and um, and – you know, having lived through some economic disasters and some droughts and, and some, you know, pretty cataclysmic events, it's been fascinating um, to, to, to me to try and work out how to decode the pandemic experience from a mental health and personal perspective because um, I I was caught in a – I was caught in a vortex, man. Like, it's – so what happened is I, my, I was I was kind of going off the rails yeah, okay. um, about ten, about ten years ago. Yep. And then my sister got sick, and she helped me pull my head out of my ass. Yeah, she did. And yep. and and then I, my whole life changed at that point, where I went from being a fairly self serving hedonistic kind of um, person to to tr- just realizing that I had to devote myself elsewhere if I was to succeed in life because I was going downhill. And so, I, so my sister's illness prompted her to try and fix me before she died. Um, she got diagnosed with cancer like nearly a decade ago. Um, I can't believe it's been cancer. that long, Sammy. I can't believe it's yeah, been, it was you know, a, it was a third can- It was her third cancer. She got her yep. first one at 11, her second one at 22, and her third one at 33 for all Goodness the numerologists yep. out there. And, um, and so she basically set me on this fundraising path and started setting me challenges. And she, she kind of... She phrased them as dying wishes, so she kind of roped me in. She was very clever. She did, didn't she? She knew what yeah, she was doing. Yeah, yeah, and, <laughs> and you don't say no to a dying wish. So I ended up basically changing my life completely, and I ended up committing um, wholly and completely and fully 
uh, to the service of others because I was sick of serving myself in such a poor manner. Um, and um, ever since I started doing that, my life's improved drastically. So basically the last 10 years of my life have, has been visiting town after town, banging on about cancer on behalf of my sick sister. Yeah, because that's right. she she got she got me in on this amazing kind of and I hate the J word but on this amazing journey, and um and so for the last ten years I've done about maybe I estimate maybe twelve hundred I've visited twelve hundred townships. That's insane! And don't forget you did it. You did your first in on a unicycle as well, didn't you? That all around Australia. Yeah, a long time ago that now, and huge. like you know for. For example, I've been to Bernie twice yes, as a fundraiser, yes. um, and and you know I know Australia really well now because I've done eleven or twelve hundred towns in the last ten years. So wow. basically, the year before COVID, I had two weekends at home. Um, I'm I'm a, I'm a road grub. Yeah. I'm just a just a filthy little. I'm a filthy little gypsy. Yeah, gypsy. And, um, You're a little gypsy. Yeah. I love it. And um, I'm just a grubby, a grubby little road boy, and um, and um, and 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 COVID hit and sent me home, and everything stopped, and all of a sudden I wasn't allowed to lean on all the people I was meeting yeah, in all, right. the, all the townships I was visiting, and all of a sudden for the first time in my life I had to build a a, a personal life. Yeah, right. I've never really had. I've never really had a personal life. I've never really had spent much time at home because I'm just. I'm just one of those little. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm one of those little bull ants that's just got to scurry around yeah, all the time. So and um, so what was and, the, and so. Yeah, you're. I was going to say. Go on, what, go on, Grant. The, the the impact of uh, to you, you know, personally, and I guess uh, you know, mental health wise too, of having to all of a sudden you've got this. Um, this uh, direction that you've been going in, this, um, as you said, you don't like the J word, but this journey, this path that you've been following in, in yeah. uh, you know, honour of your, your sister and um, living a life in the service of others, what straight away that has just come to a grinding halt. Yeah, and it forced some introspection as, as COVID did for, and the pandemic forced it upon all of us. And we were all forced to to reevaluate, and we've all changed the way we feel about our work life balance. And we've all, you know, and for, for many of us at least, you know, life our life and our perspective has changed a lot. I'm really glad that I found out that I was who I hoped I was. Um, yeah, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm really really relieved because I always imagined myself as somebody that would love a bit of alone time. I always saw myself as a lone wolf, and and one of the one of the one of the kind of disparate natures of my life is the fact that I live an incredibly busy public life, but I'm incredibly private and uh, and I really value solitude. So I, I I've just never been able to find the time um, since since my life flipped ten years ago because my my sister drilled me this is bigger than you 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 i've still got it repeating in my bloody head <laughs> and 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 so she's still barking at me from she the is. grave and yes, so she is. and so and and so having kind of committed to kind of other things because i'm just a shit wit um <laughs> i then had to kind of go i had to go back home and work out who i was and luckily i am a private guy i realized and i do really love my um my solitude and, yeah. and i've been been able to use the time to great effect it's, it's given me an opportunity not not just to catch up on what's on my list but to change what's on my list yeah fantastic. and um and 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 i've come out of it 
I've come out of it, like, because I'm, I'm back on the road. I just came – I had my first gig back yesterday. Yes, I did, fantastic. Um, Where I were did, you? Uh, yeah, I did a hairdresser's in the morning, then a workplace visit at lunchtime, and then a, an Amcal pharmacy um, street side in the Arvo from 3.30 till 5.30. And, and I was back at it. And so, oh, so you've, you've got me – You've got me right in the bit where I flipped back into the old mission yes, after brilliant. after 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 a year of kind of putting all my chess pieces in place. Yeah, that's fantastic, Sam. Because you've been, you know, as you said, you've been hitting every town pretty much across Australia. We were really lucky to have you here in Burnie twice, and what an effect you've left. And it's so oh, great I'll that you're able there. To, I'm convinced of it. You're going to retire here. Brilliant. I'll get you a house. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I reckon I'm. I reckon I've got an inner Bernie boy in me. You have I'm not just Bernie. saying that. I don't. I don't say that to other other areas when I speak yes, to them. I've got, I've got an affinity to the place. Bit oh. of inner bogan there, or uh... yeah, we love oh, Bernie bogans. Well, I mean, I do love a no bullshit town. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, certainly one of those. And that's us. Awesome. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I don't. I don't like. I don't like. I don't like towns that bullshit themselves. Yeah, no, and, um, and 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 the bigger the town, the more it bullshits itself. Yeah. Um. So, and that's what I've learned by doing twelve hundred towns, mate. Yeah. Is, is, is that there's a you lose something when you when you come into satellites and small cities and larger yeah. cities. Yeah. You you lose you lose that sense of community. You lose that sense of connectedness. You lose a lot of those intrinsic psychological needs that's built into your genetic DNA. Our intrinsic psychological needs require that we have uh, beyond food and shelter and warmth. Require that we connect. Require that we feel heard, require that we feel like we have some control over our lives. These are the things that, uh, that mark our mental health. We yeah. are going to experience a feeling of well-being if we're in an environment where we're not being cut down too often, if we're in an environment where we feel like we're being heard, if we're in an environment where we feel like we're socially connected, in an environment where we feel like we have a purpose or a meaning. Once we, you know, if we have those things, we're generally speaking not going to be on antidepressants. So, so I I rely on smaller towns for my humanness. So, like uh, like smaller towns, uh, a piece of medicine for you. Um, you know, you yeah, but I mean, it comes with yeah. its own. As you know, I'm a small town boy. It comes yeah. with its own set of problems. Yeah. Now there's a, you know there's a price you pay for that kind of interwoven nature of a smaller town. Yeah. I think I think one of the one of the negatives is you can't kind of enjoy any anonymity. But one of yeah, the positives yeah. is that one of the positives is that in a small town you're accountable. If you're going to have an affair, they're going to notice your car <laughs> outside the house. Absolutely. Right? So, so in a small by. town, it's, in, a, in a small town, there's there's a societal kind Let's of um, rea- like reality that ensures that you don't fuck up too badly. <laughs> yes, uh, in a small town, That's so true. You, you're going to get so caught. Uh, you're going to get caught shagging around in this. Get, yeah, but whereas in a big city, if you go and do that, nobody's holding you to account. No nobody's holding you to account if you're in a big city and you're doing that. Nobody's nobody's casting judgment on you for doing that, so you can get away with that shit scot-free. Yeah. And I, I personally <laughs> like... I personally like being in towns where I'm where I'm held accountable because yeah. I'm shit at holding myself accountable. Yeah, yeah. Well, you would like Bernie. There's no doubt about it. It's a you know a very much working class town. Now, it's last built time, from industrial last roots time when Sam came to yep. Bernie, we took you up to meet the mayor yeah, of Bernie. Well, yep. The lovely Steve Conn. So that was that was awesome. I think we dressed you up in the mayoral robe as well and gave you the 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 hammer. You loved it, didn't you? 
Um, I had a great experience in there. Like it, so, I've done so many events that, yeah. I, that, I, that just that, that kind of globule. They, they glob together, and I don't remember them, but I remember that day so clearly. It was yep. really, really fun. And so I, 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 you know, I've, well, you were hanging I, out I with the mafia that day. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, I gauge I gauge towns by um um by the way they handle their visitors because I'm a visitor everywhere. Yeah, and, exactly, um, and, and such and, a needed um, visitor. I was treated really well in Bernie, and I'm, I'm looking forward to getting back, and I'm glad to be there um, verbally at this point. Good. Yeah, exactly. We, we love that you're here. Now, Sam, I've got a couple of your books. I've got them here with me. I've got The Dear Santa and The Dear Dad, which I absolutely love. But you've just brought out another book, haven't you? Tell us a little bit about that. All right, so 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 it's, it's this is the jewel in the crown. This yep. is the ace up the uh, this is the ace up the sleeve. Um, I've this is our fifth book that we've published uh, as fundraisers. Um, we we publish them in retail and we sell them ourselves. Yep. Um, and um, obviously we wouldn't get to five books if they if they didn't work. That's exactly um, right. You know. Um, and this and this one has obviously been the one we've waited to do. Um, and I say obviously for anyone that doesn't know me or what I do, because um, I'm responsible as Love Your Sister co-founder to to try as best as I can to manage about eight hundred thousand Australians uh, who have all collectivised <laughs> under the Love Your Sister banner, yep. and um, and uh, we're eighty five percent women and mums. Wow, and that's because wow, my that's sister, huge. because my yeah, yeah, we're mostly women and mums. Uh, that's how I spend my time. And that's because my sister, who had cancer, who co-founded this organisation with me, uh, was a woman and a mum. Yep. And she was our she was our queen bee, and uh, and we lost her, and yep. she wasn't and she and she wasn't able to bring her kids up, which was very sad for her because her mum wasn't able to finish bringing her up either. Yeah. And all she yep. all, all she really wanted in life was to see her kids through, like any parent might. And um and it just went it just it just went the wrong way around. We all know the kids, we all know that the the, 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 the kids need their parents. So um so in the spirit of Connie's passing, in the spirit of the, you know, the many hundreds of thousands of women and mums that we represent, we decided to publish a tribute to mums. It's called Dear Mum, and it's a book of letters, and there's over 90 letters in there, and they're, and they're written by some of Australia's most notable notables. I've got a oh, bunch of showbiz, I've got that. a bunch of showbiz royalty in it. Um, I've got a couple of Australians of the Year. I've got um, a, a couple of politicians, including Jackie Lambie, yes, who wrote to her mum. Jackie Lambie. No, I did I have know lunch that you, with Jackie. I know that you guys yeah. know Jackie well. I can see She's, that you've um, got Brian Mannix on there as Brian well. Brian Mannix is an absolute oh, yeah, we've got some people... Yeah, we've got punks and rock stars and um, <laughs> actors, act, actors, comedians, politicians, Australians yeah. of the year, all of them credentialed individuals. Now, why do I do that? To sell more books in the celebrity-driven world, of course, but yeah, also course. because these... But also, also because these people are interesting, and they've done a lot. With, they've done a lot with their lives. I mean, Richard Harris was the 2019 Australian of the Year. Yep. He was the guy that went over to the Thai caves and was helped oh, with yes. the rescue of all those Thai kids. Yeah. You know, these are people like these are people I want to hear from. I want to, You know what I'm curious of was about what I was curious about when I started curating this was well, if these guys have uh, have hit the top of their respective fields, what must their mums have been like? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, Sam. Exactly. Uh, yeah, the, the so women it's a, it's that, a that 20... brought them into the world. 
Exactly. Mm. And I'm so and 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 I was right on it. Of course, these mums are bloody, uh, absolutely astonishing <laughs> mums. Astonishing yeah. mums. All types of mums too. I, I I thought that there'd be more uniformity. I thought there'd be more kind of um, just super mums in it. Um, but what I learned is that mumming is mumming, and yeah, um, and, yeah, it's in, right. and it's it, it's intricate. No matter what kind of mum or what kind of kid you got, it's a complicated uh, canvas. So so I actually got back. I was expecting it to be a little more hallmark but i got back a lot of for real stuff hey so there's some so there's some meat and bones in there i'm glad to report it's not just fairy floss yeah that's good description yeah that's perfect (laughs) but you know mothers are are so important sam like i know i was telling my daughter the other day you know we were talking about how when she was in primary school and she i used to iron her socks for example her, her socks and i'd put them on so her feet were warm and she said to me the other day Sammy, she was like, she said, Mum, remember when you did that to me in primary school and you ironed my socks and put them on so my feet were warm? And she said, why did you do that? And I said, because my mother did that for me. And that was nah. a really – and when I looked, you know, and I read about your book, I thought, yeah, that's what mums do. It's the small things. They don't have to be, you know, these superstars or these whatever. They can just be that woman that irons the socks to keep her child's feet warm. I mean, I mean, have you heard a better story about how to mum? Yeah, than that's that? right. I exactly. mean, that, I mean, that 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 to me is so symbolic and says yeah. it all. Yeah, you know, I mean, I mean, and this is what I've realised that I've missed out on in the curation of this book because my mum died when I was really little. Yes, yeah, um, and yeah. and I'm like, oh right, I'm starting to now through stories like that understand the significance of mums through symbolic gestures like that that are so meaningful because I mean it's 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 not just about having a shoulder to cry on or or, or, or a breast to lean into when you're distraught. It's you know it's about it's about warm socks when when you could get by without them and yeah. it's those little extra it's those little extras that just make me so gooey inside and 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 in in doing this um this this book i've really the first time in my life i've never considered the death of my mum as a loss until now because i never really understood how important really understood, they were Sam, even, how even old though were you when your mum passed you're only I've, very I'm young told I was, i'm told i was three three wow. yep so you'd have no memory yeah, of her but at I all know, but you? i know that, that don't know much about her, eh? No. Like I don't, you know, like I can't spell her name properly. I don't know where she's buried. I don't know what colour her hair was. Oh wow! Um, I, I only mm-hmm. just found out she was only like, she was only like, oh, I can't remember exactly, but I found out she was only like twenty nine or thirty one when she oh, died. Oh, wow. she was only a I baby. Just, I, yep. Yeah, so I just, I didn't even know how young she was. I thought she was older. So I'm only just finding out stuff because I never wanted to. I never wanted to upset my dad by asking asking what had happened. Yeah, I figured of he was. He, I figured because my my mum had opted out, which is yep. you know euphemism for had had, had yep. um, ended it. Yes, and um, and and so I just assumed that dad was involved in that, and I didn't want to. I didn't want to stoke the fire. Um, so I never asked my dad, and I ended up finding out that she was a poet, and I ended up getting to know her through yeah. her poetry. So it's it's been quite it's been quite a quite a marvelous ride. I found out just recently just how special my mum was, wow, just how loved Sam, she was, awesome. just how loved she was. I've got a lot of people coming forward that knew her. I've got a lot of people that have kept the gifts that she gave them for how long since she died? Thirty years. Wow. Like, no, hang on, hang on. No, 40 years. 40 she died 40 years, years ago. Wow. And I'm getting people coming back to me, giving me the gifts that she gave them. Wow, that's because they huge. Ke- because they kept those presents for 40 years. So how special must my mum have been? Yeah, absolutely. So your father, Sammy, is he still alive? 
No, he croaked it about ten years ago. So oh, I've been, I've been flying, I've been flying the, sh- I've been flying the ship with my sisters for quite yeah, a while yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. For Hilda, so I've been watching her on your uh, Facebook page, and you guys so, are just oh, doing she's amazing going things. Gangbusters! Isn't she she is absolutely. Oh, so, you, so you have. You, you, she is slaying it right now, Grant. Yeah, you have other siblings, as, as uh, you know. You, yeah. you lost your sister, but you have. Uh, you've got another sister. Yeah, so Connie, um, Connie died of cancer yeah. about three and a half years ago. So I've got my my sister Hildy, Hildy and me left. Yeah. Um, but we've also got two two um, two half brothers. Okay. So um, one of them's a genius. He's kind of deciding whether to run the International Monetary Fund or the UN at this point. Oh wow. Um, and um, <laughs> okay. And uh, the and the other one is only recently discovered, and he's like a fifty nine year old wow. guy from New from New York. Wow. And um, and he's, he's a photographer. What? And wow. and and he just published a book of photography that extends out con- concertina style it, the length oh of god. six cars. What? Oh my god, that's amazing! You've heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. This is that's huge. So uh, yeah. you, you've, met, you've you've met him, or you just uh, like yeah, he ca- he came over and we yeah. had dinner. Oh, fantastic. It was insane. <laughs> and guess great. what? And guess what? And guess what? He he has no memory of my dad. Um, wow. um, he 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 only he only got my dad got in touch with him just before he died, and um, and he has no memory of him and never 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 saw him. I think might have spoken to him on the phone, but 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 he didn't come to Australia until after Dad died. Wow. And and I, and when I met him, he was the spitting image <gasps> of my dad. Oh, wow. wow! And and he Bizarre. he moved like him. He moves like what? him. He talks like him. He had the same mannerisms. He was more like my dad than I'll ever be, and yeah. it was just so fucking spooky. Just, uh, just trying to convey to him how similar he was, even though they hadn't had that nurture experience. The nature was so strong that um, that that he resembled my dad almost perfectly. Wow. It was fucking weird. It was so <laughs> fucking weird. Yeah. It, uh it's, I had a similar experience uh, with my, my my grandfather passed away, and his little brother was about I don't know ten years younger than him, and and yeah. he was identical, and um and and I didn't know identical, his, oh just about identical to look at, you know, yeah. like, and uh, I was I was in the supermarket doing some shopping, and um, and I saw this guy pushing his shopping trolley, and I nearly fell over. I thought it was my grandfather. <laughs> oh, that's you weird. know, like it's, oh, you're kidding? Yeah, no, nah, but it was uh, ten years, you know, um, difference in age, and my, my grandfather had been yeah. dead for a long time, but I. Yeah, How I was, spooky was it? It was really spooky and really emotional, and I was lost, yeah, absolutely right. just stumped. I think I stood there and stared for a little while before I went over and said <laughs> hello. Like some creep yeah, you're in, in shock, mate. You're in yeah. shock because it's, it's like someone's come back from the bloody grave. Oh, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like it really reinforces the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree adage, doesn't yep, it? Absolutely. You know? Yep, absolutely. And Sam, the books come out in perfect time for Mother's Day as well, which I love. Oh, a marketing genius. Oh, ma- you are a marketing <laughs> genius. Was that you or was that one of the girls that uh, organised that? Oh, no, there's, there's, no, there's, there's, no, there's no way that the publishers weren't going to use Mother's Day for this oh, one. Oh, it's, um, it's so- the perfect 
perfect uh, you timing. You know, believe it or not, believe it or not, I think if the publishers didn't go with Mother's Day, we would have had to have. You know, I mean, yeah. it's just it's just the perfect time for this book. It um, really and is because it's for any You can any give month. it at any time. You can give it at any time of the year, Giovanna. But yeah. um, but it, but but this Mother's Day is a good time. It's 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 designed to be given to mums on Mother's Day. I mean, I, mean, I asked I asked a number of our contributors if if I could be there when they gave their copy to their mum in advance. Oh, how wonderful! And I went and I went with a number of my contributors and watched the mums read their letters and cry all over the book. It was so wonderful. Oh, wow. how gorgeous. It's just... Yeah, it's been a really, really cool, cool experience. And I'm noticing also out and about uh, something's changed. Like I'm getting more people like hugging me at the servo and stuff. Um, so, so it's um, something. It's, it kind of seems to be working really well from what I'm able to tell from all, all of my um, kind of exchanges out there uh, with the general public. Yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, I'm so I'm so thrilled for you because I know it's just going to be a, a you know a, an absolute hit all around Australia and hopefully around the world. Hopefully, it just kicks off and people send it everywhere because it's um I can't wait to read it. Well, so you've, you've just given me an idea of what to buy for Mother's Day. For, oh, there you go. Uh, for my mother and uh, and my partner. So because I'm always uh, every yes. every Mother's Day I have. And actually, no, while you're on the website, Grant, there are so many awesome things on the Lovey Sister website. Yeah, right. Yes, there were so many um, awesome things, pens and socks. Well, um, hey, things. Grant, something for yourself that you might like. We do a li- we've got two versions of our li- what we call little box of fucks. Yes, yes. I've got um, them on my bedside um, table. <laughs> yeah, they're re- they're they're really quite <laughs> hilarious. So I encourage you towards oh. those. They're one of our they're one of our more popular items. They are. They're yeah. for people they're for people who have none left to give. And after our technical difficulties <laughs> earlier, I think they might be good for you, mate. Uh, they might be very handy. Uh, you're absolutely correct. What's uh, what's on the agenda now for you, Sam. You've, um... So, so at the moment, I'm ensconced in this um, Mother's Day market stall tour. So, I'm going around to towns and signing the dear mums for everyone Fantastic. everywhere in Vic. Yep. Um, just in doing it in Vic only, just because it's our first time out since COVID. Yeah. Um, and um, and so we're just really testing the water, and um, yeah, we just started yesterday, and it's gone gangbusters. Oh, with, we, we, I was worried. I was worried after the break that we wouldn't would be able to, you know, be as potent. And I was worried that, you know, if I rock up at an MCAL pharmacy, that there, there, there won't be anyone there, you know. Yeah, yeah. And of um, yeah, like it's the constant fear of a fundraiser is that no one cares or shows up because the number one thing you need to raise funds is people. And, That's um, right. And but I mean, Sam, you're so well known, you know, all over Australia. I, I can't imagine. Yeah, but it's not a given. It's not a given. Yeah. Like, like I know heaps of people with public profiles that yeah. that. Do there do appearances where no one rocks up. We've all done them. We've all done them. Like it's not you know. Don't yeah. think that just because someone's in public life that there's an endless yeah. queue of people everywhere. Yeah, it's true. just not the case. You have to work really. You have to work really hard and honestly to be able to earn people's time. Yeah. It's not just you know. I mean, we're not. We're in a society that's anti-celebrity anyway. It's like you know. I mean, why why the fuck are you going to take an hour of your life out to see some some celebrity from some show that fucking and uninspired you, you know. It's yep. not, um, you know, it, people think it's a much bigger edge than it is. And when, in fact, our, our strength is derived from our numbers on ground level, not from my my, my stupid sashayings in uh, showbiz. Yeah, yep. But you've done very well in showbiz, Sam. There's no doubt about he that. Has. And, if, you know, you've, uh, you're one dancing with the stars and... Um which uh, is no. Let's mean be honest. Feat. You, you, or I could not do that. Grant. Well, if, if, if the Tassie two-step was uh, part of the routine, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I'll I could get you, through you know one. What, you know what? I'll tell you. 
Oh, you know what I'll tell you, Grant and Giovanna, there is, there is totally, totally every way that you would do that. Yeah. Um, if I if I can if I can do it, yeah, then you well, can do true. it. That's true. That's true. Because you because I'm as you know I had as much confidence as you as you just showed going in. <laughs> I was just like, how the hell am I? How the hell am I meant to do this? Yeah. Like it's not. I can't. I'm not a dancer, and oh. um, it was it was such a valuable experience yeah, for me. I, you know, you know, out of 20 years in showbiz, it's the best gig I ever, I ever did. Is that right? And it, it was it was way better than any acting job. It was way better than any, any, any showbiz thing I've ever done by about a million miles. Oh, wow. Like nothing, okay. like nothing else even comes close. It transformed the way I do life. It transformed okay. the way I understand my body. It, it transformed the way I understand my limits and my capabilities and my potential. It unlocked me, man. It was, and, and it only did that because I, I dived all the way in. I was the only, I was the only, I'm convinced that I'm the only contestant that's ever appeared on the show that has never argued with his instructor. Is that right? Um, so I, okay. I mean, oh, uh, what was your, you know, uh, your dance partner instructor, you still keep in contact with her? All she, the time. Yeah, she was beautiful too. All the time. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm at a, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm at a wedding. I'm, you know, I'm, oh, wow. I'm involved with, I'm involved with her family. Um, you know, she was my boss. She was world class, and I gave her that respect. Fantastic. And, and I said, I, I said, I said, I've unicycled sixteen thousand kilometers. I will, I've proven I, I will go all the way with something if I commit to it. And and yeah. the first time I met her, I said, you're going to get nothing but a thousand percent from me. I'm never going to argue with you. I'm never going to talk back. I'm always going to fully respect the fact that that the life of a professional dancer is even harder than the life of a, of a, of a, of a long distance unicyclist. <laughs> and um, yeah. and 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 I committed to her a hundred percent. And I saw it through for a hundred and three days. I yeah, every day, no matter how tired I was, I made sure that I, I I cooled down in the ocean at the end of it. I treated it like an Olympic level type of thing. It was and, such an um, incredible time when you came here. As I you know, the more you put, the, the more you put. The more you put into something, the more you get out. That's what I learned. Yep. That's what I learned on that one. Funny that, isn't it? That's exactly well, right. People say that. Mm. People yeah, they say, say it, stuff, but they don't but do it. Then you put it to the test, and you it go, works. "Fuck, it's true." Yeah, it's, it's right. true. Yep, exactly. And the more I give, the more I give to this cancer caper, the more I'm getting back. We're, we've raised thirteen point four million for cancer research that's now. That's insane, and, isn't and, it? So but, much money. But that's, but that's because if you if you put in. Yep. You know, like, I mean, it's not just, you know, it's not easy for anybody, public profile or not, to raise, the, to collectivise people and raise that kind of money. It takes a genuine commitment. And if you show a genuine commitment in this country, you will be rewarded. Yeah. I'm not particularly good at anything. I can't dance. I wasn't a fundraiser. And I'm a fairly middling actor. But, I'm, but I managed through my determination and through my commitment to, to kind of overcome any lack of any deficit of talent or ability because we live in a country that rewards um, someone who tries. Yep, yep, yep. Let's uh, say uh, the Aussie battler sort of. You know, like he's having exactly, a, he's having exactly. A crack, so I, we'll get behind him. I would never, have, I would never have been successful if I was born into any other country. I'm, I'm, I'm living in a country that rewards effort. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm not good at shit, but geez, I'll try. 
Well, you must be good at something, mate, because you've got a gold logie for uh, your acting. And uh, <laughs> Exactly. That, you know. Don't be deceived, mate. Don't be deceived. <laughs> I, I know where I stand in the pecking order of good actors, and, and you know, I'm, 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 I'm a moderately successful TV actor, mate. Like, it's, you know, you can say gold logie and produce yeah. trophies as evidence, yeah. but, I mean, but that, but that, doesn't, that doesn't prove anyone's merit or worth no, or ability. Right. I mean, absolutely. You know, I mean, how, how often do we see a shit actor dominate a show, or how, how yep. often do you see, you know, the same out of an athlete or someone at work. Yeah, yeah, no, understand that too. Understand that too. So, have you got any TV gigs lined up? And you know, anything coming up? Yeah, during COVID, I, I pissed off to um, to the where is it? Byron Bay became a filming hub, and I got act. I got offered an acting to an acting role, and they offered me a ridiculous amount of money. Fantastic. And um, and I, I wasn't going to do it, and so I so I tried to price myself out of it, and they said yes. Um, um, <laughs> That's uh, brilliant. So then I kind of then I was like, oh, it appears everyone does have a price. Yep. Um, <laughs> um, and and I went and did it, and it was um, yeah, it was it was probably a backward step. I'm not sure I'll go back again. Okay. Yeah, okay. But Sam, you do voiceovers as well, don't you? That's my, well, no. But what? How I earn most? Most because I'm a volunteer. But, yes, um, yeah. How I earn my money is usually on the on the corporate speaking tour. Yeah, beautiful. Um, okay. And 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 so um, that's how I kind of generate income. And I subsidised the the when I lost all all my, all my paid gigs. Yeah. I had to subs. I had to subsid. I had to make up for that by pivoting back to voice work. Yeah, okay. Which I had or which I had left behind along with. Um, uh, along with acting, yeah. Um, basically, I was down to just doing reality shows and shit that was fun for the charity. Um, yeah. And and now I've got now I've edged back towards voicing and acting just to try and make a living during COVID. But it's it, but you know it's 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 fun. I do like doing voice stuff. It's easy. It's well paid, and it allows me to continue banging the cancer drum. Yeah, I've got to find right. ways. I've got to find ways to make a living quickly. So that I can do the, my work in not for profit properly, um, and for me to commit properly to the not for profit, I need to try and make generate my income in a very short amount of time. Um, so, so public speaking gigs and um, and and narrating paramedics on Channel Nine um, is is a way for me to make sure that I keep the paid work yep. hours down, so I can keep the volunteers hours up. And that's where I'm in a fortunate position, being yeah. in a, being in the public life. I'm able to leverage shit like that to subsidize my dreams yeah Fantastic. yeah yeah absolutely and you know sam what you've been doing i mean love your sister i came across love your sister um i think i think it was way back when when i had breast cancer which could have been six years ago or something now but um it came through you know looking through some stuff and came across love your sister and didn't really know a lot about it and sort of read through it and, and read about what you were doing and which is where we sort of became connected in getting you here to tassie but um you know, I sort of looked at that the the audience at that time, and it was just huge. And I know it helped my journey a lot, but it was also able to pass it on and help other people's journeys. And then, love your sisters just grown so much, and it's such an incredible thing. And I think, as you said before, Sam, you can get gold logies from acting, or you can, you know, win the Dancing with the Stars wonderful trophy. But nothing really must be as powerful and um, as what you do with love your sister. Um, you know, I mean, I hate to sound sucky about it, but you know, I was doing FaceTime with people who are, who were going through an incredible amount, and um, and and that is the ultimate, the ultimate yep. connection. If if you can share, if you can if you can share the load, 
Yeah, um, then, 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 then people don't have to go through shit alone. We know that we know that going through stuff alone makes it much harder. We know that. We know that. That's a fact. That is a that is a scientific, psychological, and statistical fact that we do not cope well alone. We're a social species. Yeah. We need to be able to get through our dramas together. And that's and right. That's where, that's where I got hooked in on this on this whole family stuff. It's just like I don't have my own kids. My family's dead. And, yeah. and 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 so I suppose it's kind of no surprise that I'm clutching onto every family I can meet, even if it's just to listen to them and give them a hug and, and show right. that I'm there and, for and them. And you've got you your, know? you know, you call your love your sister. It's it's a village, and and that's exactly how you feel as a villager in love your sister. You feel part of a massive family. Yeah, well, I mean that's that's why I've devoted my life to it because yeah. finally I found one. Um, you know, mine, mine, mine's just hasn't. I haven't. I never got to rely on mine. Um, there was. Um, we, we came from pretty savage dysfunction and um, and and copped your usual amounts of misfortune. Okay. Um, so 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 and there's been a lot of carnage. So I I just never thought that I'd find my place. Um, and and to have the whole country hug me, I mean, it's so fucking humbling. I can't even. I can't even. Yeah, yeah, I could only imagine. It's 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 hard to imagine, you know. I just, you know, as you said, losing your mum at such a young age, you're not really having any recollection of that. It's, it's just, not that that's getting me emotional. It's, yeah. it's the fact that I've got all of these other family. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like it's it's. I'm not. I don't give. A, I don't give a stuff about my family. I yeah. like. I love them, and I'm so proud of where I come from. But that's not my family no, now. No. no. Most of them have got. Most of them are gone. My family now is outside the Amcal chemist in Mordialigatri. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. And 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 so I never really, I never really realised that I was substituting. I never really realised that I was looking for one. I ever never even knew what I was doing, and 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 somehow I landed in the lap of love, and um and yeah. people are just so, and people have just been so lovely to me, and um and and so because of that, I'm like, well, I have to honour that for the rest of my life and I have to serve that and I have to make try and make that into something for their sake because they rescued me. Yeah. And uh I'll take my head off to you for doing it. Any you know, you you, you um you have connected and you've you you've built something beautiful with many, 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 many people that uh, right across this country that's all started, you know, right back when your sister said, Come on boy, you've got to you got to do something. Oh, that was yeah. I mean, that's the ultimate comeuppance, you know. Yeah. I mean, taking the, I mean, taking the, taking, taking the blind man to where he can see. It's yeah. a classic kind of. It's a classic narrative, you know. She just. I mean, I was blindfolded. I was deaf. I was mute. I was. I was in pain, and uh, I was angry, and I was. Um, and I was. Hurt. I was just hurt. Yeah. And um. And 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 she said, "Oh, you reckon you know what pain is, do you, brother?" Yeah. And um and said, "Oi, get over here!" And she spanked me, man. Yeah. Like metaphor, meta, metaphor, metaphorically, she 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 just spanked me into shape. Yeah. And she she gave me a good whack up the bum and said, "Get on your way, son." And um and and, geez, you think I'm not gonna? Seeing as it worked so well, and I, I and in time revealed her to, revealed that to be such a stunning maneuver. Yeah. I, I have to I have to honour it. So she said things like, "This is bigger than you." Do it face to face because otherwise it means nothing. Yep. 
you know, and, and so I still live by these things that she taught me and when I was um, right, when I was in Sammy. Like, I mean, you, you have taken it face to face, and that's the way that you know the, every community, every town that you've been in. It's the way they've connected with you because they've seen you. You've been able to share your story, and that's what's made it happen. So she was on and guess, the money. And, and, guess, and guess what? The byproduct of that is. Love you, sister. You get enough votes <laughs> for the gold logie yep. and the mirror ball trophy. Yep. 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 Because I never would have won either of them without this village. Yeah, yep. Who course. do you think voted me in? The Both village. of those are publicly voted awards. They're not industry voted. That's yeah, right. Yeah, gotcha. The village. Um, and, and so I would never have had success in showbiz if I haven't, hadn't have pivoted towards community. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lesson in that for everybody, I think. Can, oh, man. It's, it's, it's true, man. The, the, yep. more you, the more you give, the more you get. Yep, agreed. You pay it forward and it comes back in um, in in bucket loads. No, I couldn't believe you more, Grant. I swear to God it happened yep. to me. Yep, it's, it's absolutely 100% correct. I think yep. that, um, you know, just living your life in the service of others. Um, yeah. You're dedicating your life to that now. Um, you know, good things will continue it's, to come. It's karma, it, you know. It's it's the whole. Yeah, but it's but I'm not doing it altruistically. People think that I'm selfless for doing it, and I'm not. Nah. I'm doing it for all that I get back. Yeah, that's and right. That's called yeah. that's, There's a name for that. It's called reciprocal giving. Reciprocal and, giving. Um, and and that's uh, why I'm into the circuit. I'm into the circular giving yeah, thing. Yeah. Um, I'm not. I'm not doing this for pious reasons. Nah. I'm not trying to just do, devote myself to the service to others because others are important. I'm doing yeah. it for me too. Yeah. No. It's a, well, yeah. It's uh. What is it? They call it the um, the rule of reciprocity. Is that the right word? Um, uh, yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, and exactly it. That's exactly what it is. And so um, there's nothing selfish about that. And um, but, there, but there's also there's also a law of uneven distribution. Yes, you've yes. also you've also got you've also got very few people composing most of the music we listen to. Very few writers composing most of the books we read, yeah. and very few people enjoying success because the, because our species and every other species we've ever 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 studied have uh, hierarchical in nature and have a, have a law of uneven returns. Yeah. So it's kind of it's kind of like yeah, the more you put in, the more you get back. But you know, if you're white and older and and a little bit successful, you get overpaid. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, called yeah. tall puppy syndrome, though, isn't it? Um, well, I, I just think that I would love. I would. I know right now there's uh, there's a guy, there's a guy, a girl with an um, a lady with that have won and have uh, been awarded a, a medal of the order of Australia for her work with Beyond Blue. Came up to me yesterday in the street, and she told me about this guy that's doing a fundraiser. He's trying to do it for mental health, yep. and um, he's he, he's in Wollongong, right? His name's Stuart Butler. And he's doing an event called Ride for Hope. Yep. Okay. Right. Yep. And and he's trying to help. He's trying to connect with his community. Yep. And 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 do you think he can raise a dollar? No. Do you think anyone's paying attention to him? He's doing a great job on social media. Yeah. Yep. He, he 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 he's putting his right foot forward, and nobody's and. And well, okay. it makes me feel terrible yeah. because I'm so because yep. I'm so supported. And poor Stuart Butler from yep. Wollongong. You know, mm. I mean, I had a Beyond Blue lady come and tell me about this guy yesterday, mm. and I and she said there's other people doing good things, Sammy. They're not getting the shine. They're not getting the shine, and so like, there's a lot of guilt around the kind of success that I enjoy. Yeah, no. of course. Yeah, but you shouldn't feel guilt. But I understand exactly what you're saying. No, because, no. But what yeah. about Stuart? Yeah, what about you Stuart? know? What about Stuart yep. Butler? He's just he's just. I yep. mean. And that's where it makes me feel shit because I did have a profile to leverage that unicycle ride. Yes. This guy's riding yes. for hope as well. Yeah, you know. 
So it just kind of makes me feel very lucky to kind of come from where I've come from and to have a few yeah. wins. I feel very, very fortunate, and I feel I feel a little bit bad for people who are doing everything I'm doing and not getting the pats on the back like no. I get. Well, you know, um, you shouldn't feel bad about that, and uh, you know, you've got a profile, and your profile's grown, and um, you know. It, that's a reward to your people and the community that you support and the, the village that you've, uh, you know, yeah. re- built, raised. Yeah. Um, yep. And that's what happens. I mean, you know, there's the there's the volunteers that sit outside the news agency every Saturday morning selling raffle yeah. tickets. Who carries cash that's these the days? That's the thing. I mean, our $13.4 million yeah. has not come from my pocket, mate. It's not. No, that's my exactly sister used right. to say that all the time. She said, it's not your money, Sam. You didn't raise it. Mm. Yeah, you know it's not it's not it's not my money. It's people's money from all right. over the country, and I know that this is bigger than me. But I, st- I still it still feels weird sometimes coming from a, yeah. um, you know when when you when you're confronted with stories of Stuart Butler from Wollongong with his ride for hope, it, it just mm. does force you to really appreciate the position that you hold. Yep. You know well, that's good, and that 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 uh, what's that humility? Is that the right term for that? Yeah, you know, you're humble. You, I think you're it's a mixture. It's a cocktail of humility and grief, mate. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. and, and, um, and and and. And I think there's a dash of um, of imposter syndrome as well. Mm. Yeah, imposter syndrome. I like that. Uh, I yeah, like everyone, it, everyone, everyone gets that, man. Yeah, They're like, they why do. do I get the things, you know? Yeah. yeah, they do. But, you know, it's, it's just in talking to you, Sam, I feel, you know, we've, uh, Grant and I have been talking a lot about uh, mental health, I guess, in our last few podcasts, especially men's mental yeah. health. But just yeah. listening from what you, um, you know, I guess where you've come from and, and how you've risen and, and how you've managed to get through with a, a village around you, your family, um, yeah. gives, gives hope to the people that we've been talking to, um, you know, about men's mental health, that, you know, there are, some things you can't get over, some things you can, but to have a village around you, I think that that gives hope. Yeah, um, you know, if you're suffering, and you, and, and my mum suffered from such extreme mental illness that she finally ended it after countless failed attempts. She was yep. in extreme pain, yep. and I come from that. I come from that that place of pain. That's where yeah, I, I was born into it. And um, and I just say to anyone listening, male or female, struggling that's that's struggling with trying to just keep it together like please please i beg you uh come and find me when i'm in your town or reach out um talk um you, you, you know the hardest thing to do when you're depressed is to is yeah. to find the confidence to engage yes. with people it's easy to say it and it's really hard to do it no. which is why often often therapists will recommend depressed people get a dog because it gets them out of the house yeah um, yep, and you yep. fi- and you're 500 percent more likely to speak to a stranger if you've got a dog and psychologists know that um and um point. and so there's you know so i so if you can't reach out to humans you know try you know go down to the Go down to the um, lost dogs' home and 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 put put some responsibility on a on a dog that needs your help. Yeah. You know, do you know? Because as soon as you start helping that dog, you feel better about yourself, and all of a sudden your own clouds are starting to part. Yeah. So there's things that you can do to help you that, that, that you can do to help yourself. You can challenge yourself to care for a dog. You can you can try and reach out to a neighbour that said a nice thing to you the last time you remember someone saying a nice thing to you. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's it, I kind of I just desperately want you know i mean i want i wish i wish my mum had something to hold on to and i and i hope that everyone who's struggling has got something to hold on to and when i needed something to hold on to i had my sisters and yeah. and and some people don't have family no. and um and and that's where you got to lean on community and you, you know this is why i visit schools because when i yeah. see the kids everything's okay 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You, yeah. you hit the nail on the head. We were talking. About, yeah, go uh, hug a kid and get a dog. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> I've got a, I've got a, I've got a couple here at home. You can, you can hug them on. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, oh, mate, I'd be delighted to take them for a period of about two to three hours. Yeah, mate, well, you're more than welcome when you come down. They're, uh, That's a lot. Two, two hours is a lot. They're two and a half at I the moment. I can do three hours with any kid. I can do three hours with any kid. Oh, um, I've done, I did a treasure hunt for three hours with 500 kids once. Oh, that wow. That's gold. Uh, but but I, operate, I, operate, I operate best in short bursts, which is why I haven't had any myself, I fear. Uh, um, two very cute two-and-a-half-year-old Little girls living at my oh. house which would uh, appreciate. Oh, you got twins then? Yeah, twins, mate. They'd appreciate a cuddle. <laughs> oh, mate. The next when, when I'm next in town, I'd love to sit down and have a yarn with them. I would absolutely love that. Yeah, and, we and cannot we'll wait to happen. get you back to Tassie, Sam. Oh, lock it in. Once. Lock it in. I'm, I'm, I'm a man of my word. Um, when I'm next in Bernie, I'll come see you girls. Uh, oh, yeah. that'd be magic. Awesome. Yeah, yeah and, uh, done. Consider it done. Done. You're a champion, so thank you. Thank yeah, you. yeah. You can hold me to it. You've got my number and oh, you'll know when good. I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you, Sam. You know, um, <laughs> Sam, um, you know, you, you know, you, you talked about, you know, reaching out and like having a hug of a child or a dog, but speaking yeah. out. And we did this podcast last night, so we're dumping two this week. And, yep. And, and, you know, it was an organisation called Man Up. And you know the whole thing about. Oh, yeah. I know them. I know, you know them very them. well. They're so inspiring. Yeah. What's his name? Aaron Meldrum. Aaron Meldrum. Aaron Meldrum. What? Aaron Meldrum. Oh, man, yeah. yeah. I think I know the guy that founded it. Yes, that's him. Yep, that's him. Yeah, they're terrific. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you know, they, they they do amazing work. I've seen a couple of their presentations, and it really helped me on my journey. Uh, yeah, we might be. Wonder if it's the same, same one. This one. is Man Up Tasmania. I know there is another Man yeah. Up though. Um, on the mainland, so I reckon it there? might be yeah, that one. Yeah, I reckon it is. Um, yeah, I reckon I know the Sydney guy. Yeah, yeah I, I think you, you do. do. Too. Well, these yep. guys down here, um, anyway. The, the, yeah. the point of my conversation um, but, was is, is about courage, and uh, like you yeah. said, it's hard to you know to, to reach out when you're feeling down. But the, one of the things that we talked about yesterday was courage, and 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 uh, um, it takes more courage to speak up in a lot of cases. So there's nothing weak about it to, to reach out to people. And that's the problem that us blokes have. We don't reach out. Well, it's a stiff upper lip problem because in mm. Australia you've got to be stoic and you're not yep. allowed to yeah. you're not allowed you're not allowed to be a victim no. and and you're not allowed to whinge. And no. we've been brought up in this environment where you've got to be steelier than steely Dan. Yes. And yes. um yeah. and, and, and 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 thankfully I've been a part of the um, part of, I've been part, I was born at the time where all that stuff was starting to unshackle itself, and and the yeah. and the and, and the lid is lifting. And there's no shame. There's no shame in having feelings, mate. There's no shame in in feeling hurt, and there's no shame in talking to someone about not being okay. Yeah. The minute you, I mean, you you got to choose who you tell. You got to choose who you tell really carefully because you can probably only get the courage to say it once. And when you say it, you've got to say, "I'm not okay." Yeah. I'm not okay. You know, it's it's not are you okay? It's I'm not okay. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. um and, and and you've got to really choose the closest, most trustworthy person you can think of, even if it's just an instinct on someone you're not incredibly close with, and just go to them and say, I'm not okay. I had a mate come to me last week. He's not good. He he said to me, Nah, I feel like I'm about to crack okay. and um and he wasn't in great shape. And I said, dude, that's all you need to say. That's it. Like, that, that is all you need to say. And I booked him in to play a round of golf uh, on Friday. And I said, well, at least this week you're going to play golf with a friend. 
Yeah, and because he, cause he, cause he, yep. cause he hasn't played, he hasn't played golf for ten years, and okay. of course he'd love to have a game. But, but, of course, everything's fucked, so he can't afford it to hire a set of clubs because he doesn't have a set of clubs. And, um, and, and, and he just needs to walk with a friend. Yeah. So, I've, so I've booked in, we're going to talk under the cover of golf. And, um, and, um, and that's this Friday. And, and, and it's important as well for us when we do start feeling better, just be really perceptive about other people's signals. Cause mm-hmm. sometimes people reach out and you miss the signals. I had a girlfriend once. I broke up with her. She hanged herself. I yeah. missed the signals. Yeah. That I missed was a, the that was signals, a man. Time. Yeah. I remember. Um, you know, like, that. and and I don't miss the signals now because yeah. you know I've I've learned about the cost of ignoring mm. those things, mm. and um and um, and so it's really important not just to kind of reach out to the right person and say I'm not okay right now, but it's important also for anyone else to be um to be listening out for those cries for help. That's it. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. And And um, I guess uh, learning how to listen comes into that as well because quite often you know when people tell us stuff we we have a natural tendency in Australia with a lack of empathy to turn the story back about ourselves so um, you know if you're there to listen not to give advice and 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 sometimes just listening and letting someone being heard um, helps oh, a lot. Was, yeah the worst you can do is tell them what to do to fix it. Yep. Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. they know what they know what to do. We know what to do to fix Correct. it, mate. Yep. You, just you know, it's listen. not like we need a lecture. We did not, not not like we need a lecture on on how the playbook works. We bloody know already. Yeah. So you know, sometimes we, you know, I was watching this guy that I run into. He was in a social environment when he admitted that, and yeah. and oh god, the advice flowed thick and fast. Yeah, no. And that's All not... I was doing was trying to book a game of golf. Well, you know, what even's worse <laughs> than that though is if he came up to you and said, "Look, you know, Sam, I." feel like I'm about to crack and you said yeah I feel like I'm about to crack too I don't like it why people say you know people yep. shouldn't but do that they should, if you feel like crack tell me um, what, what do you yeah. mean you feel you're, you're about to crack what do you yeah. mean yeah 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 and uh, I've always tried to eliminate the word why out of my vocabulary when I'm asking questions because I, I, I often think that you know yeah why um, can be taken as judgment so why are you feeling like uh, you're about you, to crack? Why is that? Yeah, yeah, mm. exactly. And um, and 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 why is a pretty loose ground? Yeah, um, yeah you know, because um, we, really we can because we can we can appropriate reasons for everything. I mean, I've got reasons why I've done stuff that have just been not reasons at all upon hindsight. And yeah. half the time we don't know why we're doing what we're doing. Half the time we're doing stuff without even knowing why because it's yeah. in our genetic memory. Yeah. It's, it's it's you know it's in our familial history. It's in our psychological makeup. We've got to um yeah I I agree with you entirely on the dubious nature of why I really yeah, do good. I mean I mean I've been I asked a million pointless questions to find a million pointless answers mate I don't know why I don't know why anything yeah, that's it <laughs> <laughs> oh Sam Sam we've really oh, really appreciated so you giving us I some time better, today hey. I do feel you? better oh. thanks for listening yeah I tell you what it's been you've shared some amazing stuff Sam and some really personal stuff too which we, you know we really appreciate that you've done that um, with us and it's yeah. just I kind of have to with you guys because we've met yeah, and um, exactly. you know I didn't agree to come on your podcast I agree to have a no-holds-barred chat about oh, whatever. I love yeah, it. Well, exactly, which I'm stoked about. I hope we can do this again. And, uh, mate, I'm looking forward to the – Have him uh, in the studio the, next time. Yeah, in Bernie? the studio next the time. Studio. And I want yeah. to see you have a no-hold-bars uh, conversation with two two-and-a-half-year-old girls. <laughs>
Oh, absolutely. Well, I mean, they'll, they'll, they'll have that chat with me because there's no one more honest than children. Yeah, you're not wrong. So true. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that they don't have the ability to fib. I'm saying that they're, they're very, very honest. I sat down with the kids in the hairdressers um, uh, <laughs> yesterday for about for about 60 minutes just on the floor with him. And I learned more from that little boy than I'll learn off myself Fantastic. this year. Fantastic. Wow. Oh, that's wonderful. They're just, yeah, um, they're I, I, You know that I'll make you guys the first port of call when I'm next in Tassie absolutely. and you know that I don't well, leave Sam. my visits. No, absolutely. I don't leave my visits too long. Absolutely. And we will uh, make sure that we get you, you know, all around the state and get you in as many places as possible and, and get people signing up to the F Cancer Bank. No, oh, which, no um, I, want people to, I want people to ignore Love Your Sister. I don't want people to buy Dear Mum. I want them to look up Stuart Butler. Yeah, yeah. Stuart doing Butler. the right for hope okay. in Wollongong. Yep, you know, you know what? We might even get in contact. He needs some shine, man. Yeah, I think we should. We might he, even get in yeah. contact with him. And, uh, we will. We're going to find Stuart hope, Butler. I hope that... Yeah, how, how good would he feel if he heard from someone that someone in Tassie yeah, knew what he was doing in Wollongong? Exactly. You know? so, hey, that, that would that would inspire him to keep going. It really would. It would um, so it? We, we'll we'll more than happy do that. Yeah, we'll find I think him. We'll find and him we'll and get uh, hold of we'll him. We'll get him on board. Yeah. Well, well even if the listeners can look him up and just give him a friendly yeah. a, a friendly piece of encouragement on social media, yeah. and if he knows that there's someone listening in Tasmania, he's going to write harder, man. He yeah. really is. So we're more than happy to do that. Yeah. We'll get on his Facebook page and stuff. We're doing it. We're doing it. This we're is doing good. it. Done. Right. For next week. Now, Sam, people can get your um, go on your website, of course, to get the Dear Mum book. And uh, loveyoursister.org. Loveyoursister.org is the place to go. Follow you, hit you up on Facebook and all the socials. Please love your sister on all the socials. Yep. Yeah. Done that. Done. So that's awesome. So if you want to get in contact with Sammy or get any of his info, just head on to any of those. Um, the website and all the social medias as well. Grant's looking really confused. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I monitor everything <laughs> and I answer questions and I actually read every comment. So I don't right. think that I'm not a, that I'm not at a cold face. If you want to hit me up, you can find me on uh, social. You're you're a, you're a, you're a wonderful man. I'm so glad I had the chance to have a conversation with you today, sir. I'm just sorry I didn't learn enough from you guys and that I cut you off all the time because I was so excited to speak. <laughs> and, um, We're so excited and my, to speak my, to you. And my, and my, and my, Grant, my active listening was poor today, Grant, uh, and it'll improve, it'll improve I, next no. time. Uh, I, I, I can help you with your active listening skills <laughs> and I can I can help you with your question yeah. how, to, how to clarify, clarify <laughs> how, how to uh, go deeper and wider, go 10 deep with your question, go wider, expand, <laughs> clarify. I can help you with all Absolutely. that, Absolutely. And do you know, Absolutely. actually, Sammy, this is the first time we've done a podcast, an interview where where Grant hasn't talked about his karaoke skills. Well, I haven't. I got, you I, haven't had the opportunity. Have I couldn't you? get a word. In. Yeah, because I wasn't active listening. Went, he's karaoke in every yeah. country in the world, I reckon. Ah, uh, it's awesome. Has. Yeah, not quite, but no, uh, it's, quite. Well, well, it's, hey, Grant, it's one of the best forms of self-expression, and it Absolutely. can be really curative. And, and yep. I think we should probably sing a ditty or two in between visiting the daughters. Uh, I think, I think, I think we should. And uh, you know, one day I will. Fulfill my dream of singing in every country in the world. I think you will. And, and, and maybe together, we, maybe together, we can run to paradise or some such. <laughs> well, we could do that. Maybe we could, uh, oh, you Jesus. know, maybe we could set that challenge. I'll be up for that. <laughs> you, I'm a fucking shocking singer. Well, I'm not much better, but uh, particularly the high stuff, oh, I, can, I can do a bit of Johnny the guy Cash. Who was the lead singer in a band? Yeah, oh, I, yeah, I so. love Johnny Cash. We can have a cash off. We'll do a yes. cash off. 
Done deal. Right, Dan. You you you're creaming, mate. You're creaming. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I will have everything set up for the cash off when you arrive. Oh, sensational. Yeah, done. Consider it done. Um, am I allowed to, am I allowed to, um, to choose my own cash song? You even choose. if you, if you, one, if you, you want to do? Any cash song you want to do, you can do. You, you oh, I it. think I'm going to have to do Man in Black. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, definitely. Uh, no, I'm going to wear black, yep. um, yeah. but not when I'm meeting the kids because that's, that's, that's a bit gothic. Yeah, yeah, no, no, good point. That's really, now, just quick before you have to go, Sam, um, we do yep. like to ask all of our um, visitors to get the know-how, I guess any words of wisdom that you have for anyone out there or any advice that you can give on, on anything in particular? Uh, yeah, say? yeah, yeah. Um, well, um, oh, gee, yeah, so much. I'm just rifling mm. through. I'm rifling through it all at the moment. Um, be kind and stay curious. Oh, thank you oh. very much. They're be, our two favourite things. We did have Tracy be Bevan um, mm. on with us a, a few months ago. What did Tracy say? Oh, Tracy be said, "Be kind." Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm a big, fan of, a big fan of Tracy. Isn't she's she she's, one, she's wonderful. one of the She's because we're in the same space. She's she's wow. a true Goliath. She's an absolute. She's larger. She's bigger than a hero. That woman. She yes. is. She's an amazing yes. woman, and we're hoping yeah. to get her back uh, to Bernie in October yes. for our big pink up uh, ball for the McGrath Foundation. So we're hoping to have her back. Yeah. Good in work. October good work. Yeah. Just, no. Fantastic work she does. Amazing. Fantastic work. Yeah. But be oh. kind were her words, so thank you again for reinstating that because they're two thank very you. powerful no, my, words. My pleasure, and don't forget about curiosity either because um, it did more than kill the cat. Oh, yeah, good. That's a good song title. <laughs> there, there we go. We'll make an album when we're in town, Grant. Well, we can do that. We can do that. If, uh, I, I can arrange anything you like, so. <laughs> Uh, well, you, after you hear me sing, you won't want to arrange Jack yet, yeah. mate. <laughs> we'll see. My good man, thank right, you very thanks, much. Guys. Thank you, you Sam. Enjoy thank the rest you. of your day. Thanks for coming on the show today. Yeah, you too. Love Lots you. of love. Okay. Right, love you. you soon, Bye. 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 Oh.